Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listening to me, mm-hmm. put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, today, you know, this week I've just been on it. So today is no different. What I'm trying to do, I'm telling you, I've just reinvigorated myself. I'm, I'm more determined to share the principles of success. I'm more determined to help and guide and teach as many people as I can the things that I've learned. And I mean, man, I've been through it. I, I have really been through it. I kid you not. You know, I used to say, okay, God, you know, why is all this happening to me? But as I uh, got gotten older, I understand that was the ingredients. I needed the ingredients to be this cake. I needed all those ingredients stirred up. I need all of that different flavors, the stuff that I didn't think tastes so good. I put, all that stuff had to come into the bowl in order for me to get to where I am today. As much as I did not like the taste of the ingredients, little did I know God was making this cake, not me. But what he did was, and you've heard the old saying, God could turn lemon, lemons into lemonade. Well, that's what he was doing. Now, at the time, it all had a little funky lemonade, lemony flavor to it with some other stuff in it, too. I didn't care for it, but little did I know, little did I know that I needed everything that happened to me to happen to me in the exact order that it happened and the exact array of things that happened for me to have the knowledge I have today, the experience, the attitude, but so I could turn around and share that information. Okay, got that out the way? I've learned this. This this is what I want to give to you today. I want you to understand something. That discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. Discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You've heard me say this how many times on the show? Okay, here we go again, Steve. I got it. Faith without works is dead. But let me tell you something. To be a hard worker, you got to be disciplined. That's one of the hardest lessons I'm trying to get through to my sons. That an undisciplined man is headed to a life of just, I I can't even tell you, man. You're going to throw yourself down a cliff if you're not a young man or a man that possesses discipline. Because they got something for undisciplined people. They got some street laws for undisciplined people, and they got some federal laws and state laws for undisciplined people. So that's why them signs is outside on the freeway. We're going to let you go fast, but 70 is the limit. 70 fast enough, really. Really, if you're disciplined enough of a person to leave your house at the time you're supposed to leave your house, 70 miles per hour is absolutely enough. But if you're an undisciplined person, if you don't have the wherewithal to leave your house on time, to make to get ready to go where you want to go, see, the desire is where you want to go. The discipline is how you get there. You know, you understand, you can want to go to see your family in California all you want, but the flight leaves at 118. You leave your house at 1230. They told you you must check in one hour before your flight. 
Now, if you ain't got the discipline to get to the airport to check in one hour before your flight, leaving your house 45 minutes before the flight departs, what you think going to happen? Your desire to go see your family in L.A. is going to be thwarted because you lack the discipline to prepare yourself and get yourself ready to do the things that you have to do to make your desires come true. I'm telling you, discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You can write down a list of stuff you want to do all day, but if you don't produce and show the discipline necessary to get there, what you think going to happen? Huh? Okay. I want to be rich. Okay, I want to make 400000 a year. Okay, I want to be the best player that there is. Okay, but you don't want practice. See, the cat that's disciplined enough to show up at practice, the shooting jumpers when everybody going home, that's the guy that's going to be the best. The guy that puts us, that's never late for practice, the guy that studied the playbook, that's the guy that's going to make it. That's the guy that's going to make it. Not the guy that's talking crack. I'm talking that smack. I'm going to make the Pro Bowl. I'm going to make the All-Star team. I'm going to be All-American. That's, that's just what you're saying. Hey, you know, you can say a lot of stuff, but discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. So now let's talk about this discipline. What is that really, Steve? That's your work ethic. That's your hunger. That's that's your will. That That's what you do. That's how hard you're willing to demonstrate. See, it's a live demonstration now. Discipline is how hard you're willing to demonstrate the attributes and the traits to be what you want to be. Did you hear me? It is your willingness to conduct yourself in a manner that is above and beyond what they what they say is necessary. Okay, let me see if I can come up with an example for that. See, I was watching the NFL Combines on TV. Now, this is a good example right here. Now, you can want to be in the NFL all you want, but they got this thing called the NFL Combines where they bring in some of the top players at every position to come in, and they're going to run a 40-yard dash. They're going to do a standing broad jump. They're going to do a standing uh, vertical leap. Uh, they're going to do drills running drills, cutting drills. They they can determine if a linebacker got stiff hips by making him backpedal, point him in one direction and throw the football in another direction. How does he turn his body? Now, you can say, you can tell everybody at your college you want to play pro football. You can tell everybody at your high school, you can tell them in peewee you want to play pro football. But they got tests for you, though. It's called the combines. Now, you get out here and you have a bad combine day, ain't nobody trying to hear that. See, let me tell you how excuses don't work with people when they just trying to get when they trying to win. In the NFL, the fact that you had a bad day at the combine and you don't run your best 40s and you keep telling them you could do better, they don't want to hear that. Cuz see what ain't nobody going to pay you for is to play on Sunday and that's one of your bad days. Now, we we paying you to play on Sundays. But because you keep having these bad days, because you ain't disciplined enough to put in the work to make sure that your maximum can be put, can be called upon at any time. 
Now you at the combine with some slow times that go on your record. You at the combine, you don't jump as high as you did when you was at the gym class. Well, hold up, man. This is show day. Now in the NFL, Sunday is show day. What they can't run the risk of is paying you your money and your bad day happened to be on Sundays after we done cut your check. No, no, no. We looking for people who limit them bad days, who got the discipline to work hard, to make an effort for it. You understand what I'm saying to you folks? Please understand this. Discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You, 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 can, you can want it all you want, but if you ain't working, if you ain't grinding, if you ain't gritting your teeth, if you ain't hurting, if you ain't sweating real bad, if you always somewhere got to chill, you got to have a cold one. You got to smoke one. You always, you got to do all them things. Can I tell you something? You ain't going to make it. Discipline determines your destiny, not your desire. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, I have news for you. You are listening right now to the Baddest Morning Show in the land, all parts of the free world, any third world country, and anyone involved in communism, we have <laughs> the greatest show of them all. All right, good morning, everybody. Hey, what what the president do now? Oh, man. I come to work to find out what he done done now. He did, he did something. Because, you know, man, because I work a lot, and so mm. I just be... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're just like everyday people. People get busy and they miss stuff. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I now he's blaming. Lot, yeah. What are you doing now? Well, he said that President Obama um, didn't call, like, gold star families or families whose uh, sons and daughters served in the military, Fall basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is not true. At all. Which was a lie. At all. He said that the Bush and no, none of them did. Or his predecessors, Obama yeah. uh, and oh, yeah, his predecessors. Yeah, he's the only one that calls. Now, I heard him say that. It's interesting to me, man. I didn't know you could do that and be president, though. <laughs> just say yeah. stuff. Yeah, I didn't know. Apparently you can. Apparently you can. Apparently any one of us I actually thought, man, your ass. I didn't know you could not be smart and be president. I didn't know that. I thought you had to be smart. Well, he's done enough stuff for four years. You can represent. We're only nine months in. Well, you know, man. (sighs) (sighs) Say it. You have nothing. Say it. We hear it. Or or, or ask it. Ask it. I think he's a smart guy. Well. I think it's some other stuff wrong also. Well, I think he's smart in business. Running the country is a whole nother animal. No, 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 clueless. But it's it's some other things wrong. You know, like he is set in his ways. Oh, yeah. Mm. So you're concerned. You're saying there's some other things that we should be concerned about. Oh, yeah, yeah. But well, see, Um. first of all, I'm I'm of one of the rare people who who is freely admitting that I'm stunned at what some of the stuff he's done. Everybody else is playing like, oh, no, I'm not surprised at all. 
No, you should be surprised. No, yeah. you've I'm got to be a level. bit no, surprised. No, I am too. He he and was no, crazy man. as a candidate. I mean, he ran. Right. He ran. He was a, off the chain. Yeah, he really was. Right. But but this is another level, though. Yes, as but, but, president. But, but, but Shirley, mm-hmm. I used to like him. Like when he, the Apprentice, I used to like him. I used to think he was the bomb. No, yeah. dog. Hey, dog. He's hey, dog. Still you still can. He, he's still no, the Apprentice. You still can. If you quit looking at the presidency and look at it as the apprentice. Exactly. You can like him. See, he still is start with a P and an R. (laughs) (laughs) Just quit saying president and say apprentice. Yeah. And you can go back to liking him. Apprentice. You still like him. No, he no uh. No, 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 no. no. He don't act like a president. Don't don't try to put apprentice in there. (laughs) All right, we got to go. Over half of Americans find themselves physically attractive. Did you guys know that? And only 38% care if others agree. We'll talk about that when we come back at 32 (laughs) after the hour. Yes! We gotta get this with time. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Over half of Americans find themselves physically attractive. Over half, all right? Mm-hmm. But only 38% care if others agree. This is according to, want me to let that marinate for a minute? I got it. <laughs> according to the latest data from YouGov's uh, omnibus research, most Americans find themselves attractive. They say they think they're, they look good. You know, they're fairly attractive. But they say, and they say they're not overly concerned with the opinions of others about their looks. Okay. Now, All right, clearly, so take that. Clearly, this story is about Tommy. Come on, <laughs> I don't really see. see we we had to go any further because we we've discussed the attractiveness before several times. Tommy yeah. is one of the over fifty percent people who find himself attractive. Mm-hmm. It's no, Steve. I'm fine. That's the same thing, attractive being. Well, no, fine is more. Fine is more. Oh, Carla. Oh, he done took it to a whole other level. He's fine. Fine is more, Carla. As in good health? Oh, in his mind. Yeah. Well, you could say someone's attractive, but if you say they're fine. Woo. Dog, why you don't want me to be fine? Because you're not. Oh, it ain't that I don't want you to. Hold on, hold on. I don't see how you qualify. Let's run down the list. First of all, to be fine, damn near everybody see you got to say that. That's for starters. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, see, listen. listen no, to no, this. no, no. Let me tell you. It's your mama, it's Chestnut, uh-huh. and then me. I'm right there. Wait, hold what? up. What? Right. Wait. Whoa. So hold up. And Boo, too. No, no, no. Wait, hold up, ladies. So let me give you a short list of who he in front of. Okay. Denzel Washington. Thank you. I was going to say that. Idris Elba. Thank you. Brad Pitt. Now, now, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Denzel, he there because he got skills. That's why he there. No, that ain't it, boo. No, 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 no. He there because he got skills and he walked. The women like how he walked. That's really what he had swag. Understand. When the last time some woman said to you, I sure like the way you talk, walk. Anybody ever said they like the way you walk? Surely, do I not walk sexy? <laughs> Damn, how hard is she like? Dog. Shirley, get off the floor. <laughs> how hard is she laughing? <laughs> and I mean instantly bust out. That don't was do a this, natural gut Let me tell reaction. you who can walk. Come on. Okay. I know who you're going to say. Denzel Washington Come on. can walk. Okay. Yes. Okay. President, President Barack yes, Obama baby. can walk. I'm going to give Fred. Steve Harvey 
can walk. You got oh, to walk. Oh, hell no. no. Swag. Yeah. Hell walk. no. Yeah. Let me Steve say can't you. walk? No, yeah. no, stop. Yeah, stop. you heard him. You can't. Steve has a no. cool walk. Yeah, Steve cool when he got a wallet in his pocket. Then he cool. First of all, I don't care wallet. That's how much money I got. <laughs> Dang. I'm going to stain your ass now. You going you gonna to yeah, open up yeah, now? I'm opening up now. Yeah, that's why. That's I how know. much money I got. That's I why wallet. I know your money ain't the same. But you got a wallet. Why would I have a wallet I can't fit it in? <laughs> Come on, Steve. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't, Won't he, he do it? Why? You got a wallet. You got too much money for a wallet. <laughs> but your poor ass over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a wallet, Tommy. I'm it's me. Uh, but okay, Tom, go ahead. I'm sorry. Don't add a wallet. Don't put a wallet, Tommy, because that'll just add to it. You don't want. You don't Surely need that. I got that. some money in my wallet. You don't need that. Surely, I got money in my wallet. I mean, I ain't got what he got in his wallet. Steve, you but want, I got he don't have a wallet, fool. Steve, you, you understand what I'm saying? No if he puts, if Tommy puts a wallet in his back pocket, it's just gonna add to it. Then oh, you gonna add to what? My wallet. Your ass. <laughs> Shut up, comes a headrest. <laughs> you put a wallet in your back pocket. You it's like it. having a pole on the bike. Don't do it. What? <laughs> uh, no, nah, Tommy, you don't have a great walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, My walk is bad? I didn't, we and didn't I'm say it was bad. You just don't have a great walk. You got a high ass. You know, hard to have that. a great walk with a high ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut yeah. up, Junior. You, well, I'm just Junior, you shut too. up. Just Junior, your walk raggedy. You ain't got no I ain't nice never walk. said my walk was okay, sexy. Okay, Tommy, listen to me. Kim Kardashian. Ooh, Lord. See, right there. Does not now, think you're attractive. The, okay, okay, okay. You ain't got to say ladies, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, you heard yes. his reaction to Kim Kardashian, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. Carla, yes. Shirley, and Monica. Okay, Monica. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> so, uh, see, now you did it wrong, though. You didn't no, set okay, it up right. Okay, all right, I'm going to try it again. You didn't set okay. it up right. Hold on, okay. hold on. Tommy, Do over. Tommy, Do listen over. to this. Tommy, okay. Kim Kardashian. Uh, uh, mm, all right. Ladies, Monica, Shirley, and Carla. Yeah. Nephew Tommy. Shirley Strawberry, you better, you better chill in for me. Crickets. Crickets. You going to cricket me, Shirley? No. Okay, say another Maybe. name. Monica, you gonna call it on the call it on like ladies, me. but ladies. Shirley and Monica, ladies. y'all gonna cricket ladies. me? Yeah, ladies, be quiet. Tommy. Yeah. Morris yeah. Chestnut. Whoa! Whoa! Ladies, Denzel Washington. Oh yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Let's go white, ladies. Brad Pitt. Yes, 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 yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ladies, President Barack Obama. Smart, and he's smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, and he's, he's smart. smart. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know that throw your ass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tommy, when you find, damn near everybody has a reaction to it. Yeah. When you walk in the room, it just. See, Tommy, Tommy, Halle Berry. God. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Janet Jackson. What? You better ask somebody. See where I'm going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see where you're I going. Got, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. T- Tommy, Cardi B. <laughs> see, I can go <laughs> right on body. your... See, 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 I know where you at. Yeah. All them names. But throw his name in. I'll say one Cardi for you. Cardi B. Come on, Shirley. <laughs> I'll say one for you. Idris Elba. Whoa! <laughs> Girl, I thought you were going to say Morgan Freeman. Yes! Yes! Uh-huh. No. Oh, no, 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 hold on, Shirley. Shirley, I got one for y'all. Call I got one for y'all. I got one for y'all. Thomas Mile. 
You know, y'all, y'all don't kiss my behind. I'm gonna tell all y'all. I'm serious. I'm His serious. government oh, name didn't draw a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> the name on your driver's license ain't do that. Hey. Run that break really back <laughs> with the call, nephew. That's how you going to. That's how you going to. Hey, everybody, we'll be back with the morning show and Tommy's little ugly ass. <laughs> <laughs> Run that bring back coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with national news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Yeah, let me run it back with my unfine ass. Let me just. No, no, way you ain't even close to fine, though, Tommy. Yeah, we started with attractive. Yeah, yeah we started start there. You, you, you just finna come out and just get the title of just being yeah. flat out blow. Yeah, yeah just. <laughs> you know, I'm not you even ain't attractive. Heard that in a while. I'm unattractive. Yes, Tommy. Carla and Shirley. I'm unattractive. I mean, if you, when what you compare yourself with over Jerusalem, Denzel, do you hear the Idris? hesitation in their voice? They trying not to hurt you. Yeah, more now, I'm not. <laughs> I'm getting it to you straight, uncut, no chasing. Yeah, Boris, Kojo, Idris. Ooh, we yeah. Tommy, I ain't um, even attractive. Okay, all I got is good hair. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. That's it. Tommy, I got nice teeth. That's it. <laughs> Carla and Shirley once again. Yeah, boy, you attractive. Can you move on with the prank? Yeah. Oh, you got nice nostrils. God, dog. Yeah. (laughs) Take that. Yeah, and they kind of wild. I'm going to whoop your ass, though. Because you ain't. (laughs) The right earlobe. Yeah, your earlobe. Uh, Tommy, you know what you look like. Can no, I no, you? no, uh-uh. We're going to run the prank back. I'm well, not tell us afterwards, Steve. Uh, we have to we'll He's going to get mad, run too. Run the prank back. No, because I ain't going to be as ugly as everybody. I'm not going to be as ugly as everybody. I got some initials for you, Tommy. T.T. What's that? We'll find out after the prank. Yeah, What? Corporal punishment. Here it is. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Cotton. This Mr. Cotton. Okay, can can you turn your radio or TV down? I can't really hear you. Oh, yes, sir. My name is Mr. Lanson. I'm actually the new principal here at um, middle school. And what's the name again? Uh, Mr. Lanson. Mr. Lanson, okay. Your your son, he attends middle school here. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Listen, um, I'm the new principal here. We've um, just replaced the last principal, and I'm actually calling around. What I've done is when I, before I got here, I asked for a list of students that were... You know, I'm not going to say problem kids, but, you know, that kind of get themselves in a little trouble here and there, and your son's name happens to be on the list. Name is on that list? Uh, yes, I got, about, uh, I got about 35 kids that are actually on this list, and your son is actually on the list, and, and you, you are Mr. Cotton, correct? I am Mr. Cotton. I mean, are, are, we, are you sure you're speaking about my son, though? Um, yeah, I mean, there's only, there's only one on the list, sir. I, I'm... I'm it's what's been given to me, and what, what I'm doing is calling around to all of the parents of the kids that are on this list and letting you guys know that I'm going to be keeping a close eye on them as well as uh, letting you know that I'm going to be reinstating corporal punishment here in the school. So, so Corporal punishment? Uh, what, what, what's that? That's actually where if your son gets sent to the office, which is my office, then there will be paddling going on opposed to I, I don't believe in, oh, I don't oh, believe oh, in oh, detention. Oh, 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 I don't oh. believe in suspension. I believe in, you know, if we spank these kids, we can get them back in order. So, so you, you going to spank him? Sir, here's my thing. I really, truly believe that if we get back to, you know, and I don't mean what I'm about to say to be harsh, but if we get back to beating we'll get these kids back in order. I mean, but I'm, I know he had trouble in English, but I don't think that calls for a, a 
beaten for a, a no, low no, grade. No, no, no. This has nothing to do with grades, sir. This has to do with punishment. And what I'm understanding is if your son is on my list, and if your son comes down to my office, I'm going to take care of it right then I and there. you what. If my son come to your office, you're going to be on my list. Sir, I'm trying to get these kids back in order, and that's the reason why I've been brought in and I've replaced the last principal. You understand? So what I need from you is to get a to get a great understanding that if your child comes to my office, corporal punishment will be what he's going to deal with. Well, I okay. You, I tell you what. Let my son come home and tell me he got some corporal punishment, and the next morning, me and you gonna do some corporal punishment. Sir, do you want your child in order, or do you want to be bailing his butt out of jail at the age of 18? They gonna be bailing me out of jail if you put your hands on my son. Okay, are you taking care of your son punishment-wise at home? You need to, my son don't get in no trouble. Here's the problem. Parents not believing that their children get in any trouble. That's the first problem. Well, then, I got email, I got phone call. So the first phone call I get is going straight to whipping. It ain't no letter sent home, ain't no email sent home saying there is a problem. Sir, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to calm down here. I, I'm going to tell you once again, I am not going to, to, to have send your son to detention. I'm not going to call you. I'm going to take care of my job. My job is to what, make sure. I'm going to take care of mine. When you take care of yours, I'm going to take care of mine. And that's protect my son. And you put your hands on him and we got a problem. No, we're going to have a problem because I'm telling you right now, I'm calling you and giving you the warning. Your son will be dealt with. And you're going to be dealt with. will be dealt with on a regular basis if need and be. You're going to get dealt with on a regular basis. You're going to get tired of seeing me. Okay, sir, do I need to actually have corporal punishment with you? I tell you what, when you do, when you bring that corporal punishment to me, you better have the police there, cause they gonna need corporal punishment. They gonna need whatever hell. They gonna need the SWAT team when I get down. You put your hands on my son. I know that. I, I, all I'm, you know what, sir? Maybe, maybe, maybe the the, the, the swooping needs to start with you. It, it has Man, to. I, matter, matter of fact, what time do you go to lunch? We can do this in front of the cafeteria and let all the kids see the principal get his. Corporal punishment. Hey, sir, sir, I don't, I don't fear you, first of all. I want you to fear me, because I want you to stand there and take your whipping like a man. I don't want to chase you around like no little around the school. Sir, sir, the bottom line is, corporal punishment is being instated. Your son is going to abide by it. You're going to have to accept it, or maybe I maybe you, you what, need I to... I'll tell you what, you said you got 35 names on your list. It better be 34, because cotton name better not be on no corporal punishment list. I know sir, that. Sir, sir, listen, he's not on a corporal punishment list. He's on a list of kids that act up from time to time. My son don't act up. My son is a model student. He got a little trouble with English, you know, because his mama a little slow. But I, that's my, I, I, I did that. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to the child right now. You're talking to a grown man. And if you put your hands on my son, you're going to see that I'm a grown man when I come down there. Okay. I'm the only so, one to put my hands on my son. Then, then, then I guess it's going to be a lot of kicking, sir. It's going to be some kicking and you line them up assistant principal principal i kick the cafeteria later so i come down there if she got something to say you're gonna watch your tone you understand me and you're gonna you're gonna take what i'm hey, telling you, you i'm a grown man who are you I, yelling at? i don't care what you're saying everybody's gonna abide i put chains on the door i make sure oh, no. joe clock putting chains on the door. I, I your name was lansom you joe clock I, i'm mr lanson and these kids are gonna abide by what i want and so are the parents and you, Mr. Cotton, you're going to have to toughen up and let me do my job. I tell you what, then you go on and do what you got to do today. But when I get down there, you better have the police when I get there. I tell you who else I'm going to have here. If you tell me who the 
you going to have down there then? I'm going to have nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show because that's who I am. Your co-worker, Sylvia, got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to prank call you. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I catch you. <laughs> Sylvia, that's why I'm going to get laid on there down at the job. <laughs> in the <rest. laughs> I don't think about my kids, man. Don't be putting your damn hey listen i got one more thing to ask you mr cotton what's that man what's the baddest radio show in the land man that steve harvey morning show okay there go the prank what is tt before the prank what does steve say oh, he has some uh, uh, i said Don't i was gonna in, in the middle tell of the you prank, what huh? you look like and it was going to start off as a compliment, but it was going to end up where it needed to be. <laughs> where we, right where we want it to be. What yeah. do T.T. mean? That's all I'm asking. What is T.T.? Turtle Turtle. Like, <laughs> turtle? What no, is? it's not turtle. We got to go to break. T.T. stands for, here it is, Come on. Tall Turtle. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trump is failing as president. Trump was asked about his silence following the killing of four Army Green Beret soldiers in Niger on October 4th. That was about two weeks ago. Uh, The president replied, saying that he had personally taken the time to write a letter to each one of their families and that he would call them up at some point. He went on to remark that President Obama never made it a priority. Former uh, Obama aides lashed out at Trump, including former Attorney Attorney General Eric Holder, Holder tweeted, stop the dang lying, you're the president. I went to Dover Air Force Base with 44, meaning President Obama, and mm-hmm. saw him comfort the families of both the fallen military and the DEA. So, Steve, we talked about this a little earlier. We touched on it. Why does Trump feel the need to compare himself to his predecessors, especially, especially President Obama? Well, he's a, look. It comes down to winning with this guy. Mm -hmm. President Trump is all about winning. And nothing else matters. He's still discussing the victory over Hillary Clinton. He's still talking about the votes he got in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Because he, he understands it only that way. In business, if you read his book, in the art, art of, of the, the deal, deal. Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. only thing that matters is winning. And you do the art of the deal to win, to come out on top. And one of the things that they do in the art of the deal is they constantly remind you of your assets. When you are dealing in business, you have to remind the person that you're purchasing from or selling mm-hmm. to of all of your assets so that you retain your value throughout the deal. And so I think that's just the way he conducts life, man. And so he'll go at no, he'll take any small thing. But first of all, he was talking about the director of FEMA the other day gave him an A-plus on how he was handling the hurricane. Yeah. All of them. Mm-hmm. Well, that was before Hurricane Maria. Because his Rico. approval went, went, rating went down from over 60% of handling the whole uh, the whole hurricane situation to after Maria to down to 40%, yeah, like a 20% 20 drop. Mm-hmm. And this is because, but yesterday he was just on news talking about he's gotten an A plus from the director of FEMA. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me an A plus. 
Uh-huh. And the guy was standing there next to him that he just became friends with, who he, Mitch Mitch uh, McConnell. He was McConnell. standing there looking at him like, Oh, the Speaker Jesus, of the House? I can't believe you're I mean, saying the, um, that. Yeah. And I mean, he was talking about how him and Mitch are great friends and we pulled it together. And, and that's not true either. But yeah, I mean, he just him. talks about winning all the time to remind you of the victory so you don't focus on any losses that he may be going through right now. And I think that's just his way of doing business. And he keeps comparing himself to Obama like he's much better than him. Hey, man, you're number 45. You got the job. You don't have to talk about 45. Right. You don't really have to mention 43. What you really should focus on is being the greatest number 45 that you can be because you're the only 45. See, that's here's the thing that. about being president. You're the only one currently is president. And two. So just yeah. be the best that. Because like trust me, when 46 come along. All the time. Woo, mm-hmm. your name going to get bought up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's still campaigning, seems like, to me. I don't, I don't understand. God. Yeah. Yeah. And the Senate Majority Leader is Mitch McConnell. Sen- yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. The Speaker good. of the House, that's Paul Ryan. Really? Yeah. What did you say, Tommy? He's stupid. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Come on, Steve. I can't say that. Let's move us on. it really is, but coming from you is really hurtful. Let's move on to Miss Ann, Steve, please. Okay, I'm trying to, Shirley, (laughs) but he just keeps on. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, our very own uh, news uh, reporter, anchor, who is phenomenal at her informative issues and facts, and she does fact check, and there is no false news. Ladies and gentlemen. Unlike the president. (laughs) Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, no, no fake news here. This is Antrip with the news, everyone. A federal judge in Hawaii has blocked the latest version of President Trump's travel ban. The new travel limits were to go into effect today, but the judge ruled that Trump's executive order likely violates the Immigration and Nationality Act, which bars discrimination on the base of national origin. On Capitol Hill yesterday, Republican Senator Lamar Alexander and Democrat Patty Murray say they're close to a bipartisan deal to resume the federal health care subsidies for poor consumers, the ones that President Trump cut off last week. Because Senator Murray says the situation is crucial. Right now, patients and families across our country are looking at the harmful steps that President Trump has taken to sabotage health care in our country. They're looking at their bank accounts, and they're realizing if the president is allowed to continue down the path he is headed on, They are the ones that are going to pay the price. Insurance companies and others have already warned that premiums are going to rise unless the cash assistance was restored. There are, however, however, some other unsolved issues. For instance, Republicans want the Congress to give the states the flexibility to ease coverage under the Affordable Care Act. For instance, allowing insurance companies not to insure the elderly if they don't want to or people with pre-existing conditions. And then, of course, the House and Senate has to vote on any plan. After that, a spokesperson for President Obama, you just heard, responded to Donald Trump's uh, claim that, as, as he put it, unlike former presidents, that he calls the families of fallen troops and blah, blah. Of course, the spokesperson for Mr. Obama said the nation's first black president engaged the families of fallen and wounded warriors throughout his presidency. He calls, letters, visits to Section 60 at Arlington, visits to Walter Reed Hospital, visits to Air Force Base, regular meetings with Gold Star families and all that. And even an aide to President Clinton called and responded. He says Mr. Clinton did call the families of the fallen. Meanwhile, Florida Representative Frederica Wilson says she was listening on speakerphone as President Trump called the pregnant widow of Sergeant LaDavid Johnson to order his condolences. And the Democratic Congresswoman says Trump started the call by telling the young woman that Sergeant Johnson knew what he signed up for. But when it happens, it hurts anyway. This is a soldier who gave his life for his country. He is a hero in our 
our minds, in our community's minds, that is an insult to the entire Miami Gardens community. Not to mean, not to mention that it was insensitive. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Eugene the Butterfly, 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go, Steve. Please introduce the Butterfly. Ladies and gentlemen, Eugene. Oh. I don't know. You can do a lot better than that. Come but, on. Okay. But that was okay, your, though, Butterfly. Put, your, put your back into it when you bring me out. Do it again, Steve. Put your back in it. Come on. Do it. Steve. Did you just suck your teeth? You know You're wasting did. time, Butterfly. Yeah. This is your segment. Don't he always? Yeah, you better get with and it. You know yeah. why he wastes time? Because he ain't got nothing to talk about. Well, yes, okay. I do. I always have something to talk about. Good morning, Stephen Shirley Collar Jr. Um, and Tommy. Good morning to everyone. Good morning, Butterfly. Flutter, morning, flutter. Butterfly. Good Flap morning. on, flap on, brother. You're not going to suck your teeth when I say hello to you. You're going to speak to me like a man. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> what? You got big teeth and big lips, and when you suck both of them, it's not good. Don't do that. It drowns Take everything out. <sighs> okay. Sound nothing. What? The, what? Come what on, you? butterfly. Shirley, it's, it's, it's very. It's, it's, come on, tell the people it's, Houston. It's hard to work on these conditions when your boss thinks you're not bringing anything to the table. You don't. But you ain't saying nothing. This your segment. Exactly. Prove him wrong. He can't. <laughs> His segment See, sucks. <laughs> if you cry. Come on, Butterfly. No, you ain't got a problem with that. This you better not cry in Houston. This is the third day. We can't get he too emotional. But it's the way he treats me. It just, it just, it, it, it. Man, will you go ahead <laughs> on with this monkey just... ass segment? <laughs> <laughs> Get up, girl. But why does he treat me like that? Why does he do that? Say something, Butterfly. We're trying to save you. Okay, Stephen, we're going to fix this. We're going to fix it today. Stephen, look me in my eye. Butterfly, please you move sure? on. Look, All right, look, I'm looking at the top of your head. Okay, look me in my eyes and tell me, just say this. This is going to help us. These are exercises I got from my um, counselor. Look, look at me in my eyes and say, Eugene, I love you. Say it. Say it. Say, Eugene, I love you. If that's what you need to finish this set, how much time he got left, Carla? Not a lot. Not long. I'm going to do it over here. A minute. Steve, a minute. Yeah. I right love minute, you. Just told me. I love you, Stephen. And now, you should, because I pay you, I employ you, but, I tolerate you, but, I provide you with opportunity to do a segment. And the whole damn segment, you you just like the president. You want everybody to like you. I know you can just sit up here and compare problem. me to no damn Donald Trump. I know that's you your damn exactly. problem. If exactly. you would do your segment, just be the president. You ain't got time for that. You're going to say you love me right now. Oh, say it. do you know? Your segment's over, Butterfly. I, I want him to tell me he loves me. Um, here's a question for you. Uh, <laughs> Swearing off sex for your job? We'll talk about it when we come back. Hey, Lorenzo. At 34 after. <laughs> he, he living. Yes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, here we go. Some gossip sites reported that Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott is the latest athlete to take a pledge of chastity in order to focus on sports. What? Rumor has it that Prescott said he didn't want to have sex until the Cowboys season was over or at least until they were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. 
What? Now, yeah. Now, if the rumors. No sex to what? You heard me. You heard well, me. Until the season was over or until they're eliminated from the playoffs, mathematically, he says. I've been having sex while the Cowboys was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at the game and doing it at the same time. <laughs> what, what the hell is we talking about? You're talented. Rick? Yeah. Well, I congratulate him. Good job, Dak, because I couldn't do it. I don't see what it's for. I mean, yeah, at least. All right, listen. Well, now, if these rumors sure. about, about Dak Prescott are true, he's not the first high-profile high athlete to swear of, um, you know, having sex. Oh, what's the guy from the Lakers? Remember that back in the day? A.C. Green. Oh, A.C. Green. A.C. Yeah. Green. And yeah. to this day, it's still. Okay, now, Floyd Mayweather refused to have sex before fighting Conor McGregor. Russell, well, how, how long was that gap, though? Russell. I mean, he, he owned a strip club. How long was that well, gap, Well, he's though? not having sex at the club. Why is you owning a strip club when you ain't down there having sex at? What, what, why oh. is you owning it for? <laughs> Why do you own a strip club if you ain't down there having? How, get him, am I, Steve. Get okay, your now I know, I know, I make That's sense a good now. Ass question though. <laughs> oh no, boy, <laughs> damn it! But at Why? the club though. But you own it. Everybody naked. Why you ain't in there naked? What What's the purpose of owning a strip club if you ain't gonna be down there naked with everybody else? Surely I make sense to somebody. No. Not to what, me. What is the story that you're doing, Shirley? Okay, thank you. Off. Like I said, Floyd Mayweather didn't have sex before fighting Conor McGregor. Russell Wilson uh, famously swore off sex before uh, his marriage to uh, Sierra. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. he, just he just didn't know how to handle that. That's all that was. He just had to wait. He, could, he was trying to figure it out. That's all that was. <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah, I think he what? is. I think today's the day. So I, I need to ask the guys. Uh, I think I, we yeah, already I know. Swore, I swore sex for a, for a job? Of time one time. For, for oh, really? When, Steve? Did we know you then? No, I was young. I was locked up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no control over that. But as soon yeah. as you got out, what as happened? As I was 148 pounds, I decided this <laughs> probably wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, the young one, what about you? I have sworn off sex before. And what is the job? For like three hours, I had to go to the show. (laughs) When I got back, though. (laughs) Backbreaker. When I got back. I have done done 48 hours, though. And that's because I missed my flight. But I did 48 hours. 48 hours. So that's just two days. No, really, really, really. Let's Mm -hmm. ask this question right here. What's the longest period of time you've gone without sex, Junior? Uh, year and a half. Year and a half. What? Yeah. That was because of sickle cells or something? That must be for sickle cells. Tommy, huh? long as you've gone without six days. You gonna six, food for the rest maybe of five. It was, it was five days and some change. But yeah, six days. What happened? Wow. Why? How did, how did, what happened? Why? I missed my flight. So I you couldn't were get cut home. off for a week? Yeah, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get home. Oh. oh, okay. This was since you've been married. Hell no. <laughs> what about you, huh? Is that what we... Th- I probably... Oh! Uh, <laughs> this ignorant <laughs> show. I'm so sorry, Houston. I told you, though. <laughs> six to eight weeks. Six to eight, six weeks, to eight weeks, Steve? Yeah. Why? Well, he, you must have been well, in a coma. You was in a coma. girl was out the country, you know. She was Wasn't gone. nobody else in the country? Tommy. Damn, dog. 
my wife was out the country. You just okay. made a statement your whole life. Wasn't nobody else in the country. Yeah. I know somebody. But see what I'm not going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm not giving nobody that pen to stick me with. <laughs> All right. Uh, the ignorance continues on this show. Coming up next, <laughs> Nephew's prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. You do not want to miss that. But first, the Nephew's on tap yet again with his prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Well, what you know, it depends on what you want. <laughs> no, I mean, y'all, y'all, how, you want it. Double stupid, just low stupid, or just stupid on ice. I get stupid on. You know, I I go for stupid on ice every time. Okay, cool. Stupid on ice. Chopper's funeral at the club. That's when you want to have your boy funeral at the club, cause that's where y'all used to be. Mm. Chopper's funeral at the club. Ooh, that's stupid. It's frosty. But you know what, Carl? I'm I'm through with you, cause you don't think I'm sexy in no form or fashion. So she don't think I'm attractive. You should at be through all. with me, Junior. Why well, I, I shouldn't be attractive to you and Junior, but for Carla Monica, and sh- you you sure ain't attractive. Okay, to me. Uh, hold on, <laughs> run the, run the prank. I don't see what the big deal is about it. Shut up, Junior. Hear the prank. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach uh James James James. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, this this is uh Gerald. Uh, I, I was a friend of uh uh your your friend Chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And Chopper just uh, passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at uh, at Mount Baptist Church, and uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club, not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at mm-hmm. at the club. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his. And well, we, 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 we decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do you think that you can talk to uh, some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club? At the club. See what I'm. Let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you, you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? I, that's what I, and I understand it. But see, see, Chopper, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really, really go. As long as I've been knowing him, now he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, but these are church going folks. They yeah, want a funeral. But I understand, but see, Chopper wasn't. Chopper wasn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on. We can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. No, no. I okay, but I but what what I'm saying is though is that he wasn't really he wasn't really no church going person. I believe that a person ought to be. Uh, 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 the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Player, player. No, I, I don't. I don't know what you mean, player. No, this this got to be a funeral. This 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 is church for. I go to church and all my folks go to church. No, we 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 got to do this thing up in church. This this is a church thing. But you don't you don't feel. But do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that man ought to gone on. And and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. 
You see no, what I'm saying? No, bro. Hell no, no. See, it's, it's his chance to get himself right. We don't, we don't have him up in church in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, how do you, how do you relate to this? Are, are you a preacher or are you? No, no, no. Where are you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I was friends with Chopper. And see, I hung out at the club and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of, you know, was real good friends with Chopper. And we were saying that, you know, yeah. Chopper's, the last words about Chopper or to be said at the club, because, see, that's what Chopper was. But five, six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what, what, why the hell would I, 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 I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club? How the f*** that going to go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do, because, yeah, see, they... you're talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something. No, not no strip club, just a nightclub. Well, you... It's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club. What kind of that? But that's and what Chopper was. That's what Chopper was. How I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club? You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a... Food. No, you're not. You're going to look like somebody's trying to keep it real. I can't even come to the damn funeral if I was to do some like that. Okay, okay, let me ask you this here then. Let me ask you this here, uh, Jane. Do you think Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no. Well, I'm just saying before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh, you... hell no. I ain't touching I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the I'm going to touch the body for? Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper uh, most. No, hell. Again, who the f are you? How the f you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number said you was friends. Why the f y'all call me, of all folk? Because why the f y'all call me? They say you good, you in with the family and you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in in the family make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself man i want i just want trying to get you to bring the body by man and let us no i ain't touching no dead body we just want to have one last drink with chopper well, man you have one with your boys and you 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 get together with them and, and y'all talk about about him and, 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 and let them know how chopper was what kind of person he was what kind of person he but we need to, we want chopper to be there this chopper this is chopper you talking about man y'all bring y'all to the church y'all need to be up in the church we want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. Come on, man, y'all full of. Where we know. Y'all ain't gonna my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man? I ain't doing. I'm just going to this funeral. I'm gonna tell the family what I think about Chopper, and I'm moving on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of the family, y'all call the family y'all self and do that. Look, I got one more thing I want to say. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Oh, you <laughs> this Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of <laughs> man. I just know y'all ain't did this. James, this is nephew Tommy, man. No, Your boy. No, 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 player. Oh, oh, man, I can't believe this.
No, he didn't. I can't even believe he did that. Hey, man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, what man. is What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, was yeah. the prank funny? Yeah. Yes. Prank yes. Funny? yes. Stupid, on okay. Stupid on ice. Stupid on ice. Cool. Stupid on ice. Let's get back to this. attractive. Can Monica get on the mic and just uh, maybe Monica ain't the, is the one that is Monica, Monica could you get on the mic, please? Can you turn uh, Monica's mic on, Cat, please? Monica, don't leave me out here like this. Mm-mm. Good no, morning. No, don't beg. You ain't got to beg. Morning, Monica, are you there? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is Mississippi Monica, everybody. Morning show producer. Um, go ahead, Tommy. You can ask. Okay, Monica. Uh, <laughs> we. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, you're looking. <laughs> you're you're beautiful. I just want to tell you that. Um, but we've had a little uh, debate today about if I'm attractive or if I'm not attractive. And Monica, oh, no. am I attractive to you? I like your personality. That's a no. That means that's the that means thing. you can <laughs> say that. Whoa! Say you are butt ugly. You butt ugly and got a high butt. That's a lot. <laughs> She liked my what? personality? Yeah. yeah. All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick's uh, collusion case against the NFL. And another crazy strawberry letter is on deck. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, today's strawberry letter. But before we get to the letter, Colin Kaepernick, I'm sure you guys have heard about this by now, has started uh, the national anthem protests that are now rolling the NFL. Uh, he hasn't been signed by a team since. You all know that. Uh, in a grievance filed against the league, he alleges that NFL teams colluded not to sign him due to his controversial protest. Kaepernick made $14.3 million with the San Francisco 49ers back in 2016. The contract would have paid him $16.9 million this season, but he would be cut before he got that money and became a free agent. Kaepernick had good reason to believe he'd get signed by another team. There were no offers. No offers. Why if- the Cleveland Browns <laughs> have not picked up the phone and called Colin Kaepernick is beyond me. We don't have a quarterback. We just benched a young boy from Notre Dame that we bought in. Mm-hmm. We passed on Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. And then Deshaun Watson came in and picked us apart. Last Sunday. We deserve <laughs> you, the ass whooping we taking right now. <laughs> Full-fledged stupidity. You have got to swallow your pride. Did not the owner, Dan Gilbert, of the Cleveland Cavaliers, did he not take LeBron James back? Yeah. With open arms. Yes. After he yes. swore when he went to Miami, we will win a championship before Miami. Mm-hmm. He knew that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then he saw a chance to bring the championship back. Did he not? And did Cleveland not welcome him back with open arms? Yes, yeah. they did. Did yeah. they burn his jerseys at first? Yes, oh, they yeah. did. They were mad And we him. lost every damn game fight. we done played in football? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. you did. Why yeah. is Colin Kaepernick not our damn quarterback? Mm-hmm. That's why he's suing the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is because of collusion. But the problem is he's not going to get nothing. You don't think, you don't think so? Yeah. No, I ain't, you got to prove You got to prove that. You don't think you yeah. don't yeah, think, that, you think that them owners is gonna sit up and say, Yeah, we, we did that? Yeah. They're gonna lie. Well, they're going uh before an arbitrator and um 
If the arbitrator hearing the case decides in Kaepernick's favor, Kaepernick stands to win millions in lost wages and damages. But like you say, Steve, it is very, very hard to prove. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then I also heard uh, them talking that Kaepernick will be uh, 30 uh, next month or next week or something. He, he's coming up on 30. And then they're trying to make his age a big deal now. So, you know, it's that, like. That ain't a big deal. Tom Brady's 40. I, I know. That's what somebody said. But Tom Brady's 40. Exactly. So. Yeah, and how old was I, Brett Favre? He played 50. Uh, yeah, he had to be. 55. 60. Oh, yeah, he was 66, I think. <laughs> Drawn Social Security. He was doing he was still icy playing. hot commercials. <laughs> Why he was playing. Yeah, yeah and then what He's about definitely this, been Steve? blackballed. Aaron Rodgers is hurt, right? Isn't he out? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah, his collarbone is broke. Yeah, right. but they said see, the head coach see, for the Packers said he is not. Going to call. he shut that down. Yeah, about I saw Colin that. Kaepernick. That um, yeah, their their uh, second string quarterback knows the system really well in Green Bay. Hold, yeah. okay. Hold on, so they don't do it. Did you hear what the GM of the Packers said? What, what? did he say? He said that that the offense is too complicated. It takes a minimum at least three years <laughs> to learn this offense. Well, they I were saying I, that. Too. Just to keep Kaepernick from signing Kaepernick. Well, but they, were, they were saying that when Aaron Rodgers went down. That's why they got to go to this guy that's been on that bench because he knows the playbook so well. The problem is the Cleveland Browns should you make an offer him. to him. <laughs> he back on him. I like and him. the reason that the Cleveland Browns won't make an offer to him is because we don't have a single superstar on the team that can go into the owner on behalf of the locker room and say, look, we've discussed this. We're perfectly fine with him coming, but we want to win. Could you get him? Because mm-hmm. we don't have a star. Spike Lee said something about that a couple of weeks ago when he was talking, when they did that panel with um, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. He said that he what he would like to see is someone um, – who would, who would take a chance on Kaepernick like um, they did when uh, Jackie Robinson first came into the baseball league. That was a chance that man took. It oh, was a owner. big risk. Yeah, like when he took that risk to, to bring, you know, Jackie Robinson in as the first African-American. He said he wants to see something like that happen in football with Colin Kaepernick. Well, Shirley, that's like what Steve brought me into radio. It was a big risk. It is not like was- that. Okay, uh, Tommy, you, hold that thought, baby. And, and, I was forced by my sister. Take, take us to the letter, please. Why are we holding thoughts when I say something uh, profound? It, it, I, I didn't say nothing profound. Mostly because your profound thoughts ain't worth hearing the rest of, so holding them is a good idea to give everybody's mind a break. Time for the letter. Buckle up and hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject of the letter, should I get my man back? Hello, Steve and the morning crew. I have a huge problem. I dated a married man for several months. We had a wonderful time together. We were able to date each other because we are in the military, and he was stationed in the same place as I was, and his wife lived in a different state. All right. She is this high-powered executive and refused to relocate for her man because she wouldn't make the same kind of money in a different location. Big mistake. That's where I came in. He was lonely and I was there. We had a wonderful time together and even professed our love for each other. Everything was great until his wife came into town unexpectedly and she decided that her man needed to be where she was. 
I lover put in a request to be transferred to her area, and the military approved it. I tried everything to break their marriage up before he left me. I wrote his wife, sent her pictures of us, confronted her, and tried to fight her, and professed my love for her husband. Still, she remained with my man. He is mine. He told me he loved me and I believed him. I think his wife used voodoo to get him to be with her. I am thinking of doing the same to get my man back. I miss him so much. He has been gone for several months now and refuses to accept my calls or emails. He told me to leave him alone that what we did was a mistake. He and his wife are going to counseling to work on their marriage, and he is happier than he's ever been. I don't believe this. He is only saying this because his wife put him up to it. Mm -hmm. He told me he was going to leave his wife for me. I know. I just want to make that happen. He is mine. How could he say he never loved me and we were a mistake? Mm. Not my man. Yeah. He would never say that. So my would. question is, should I use voodoo to get my man back from yeah. that crazy woman who took him away? Oh, yeah. I love him, and I miss him. <laughs> Signed, Angry oh, Mistress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those crazy ones. 12 minutes after. You going to respond to this when I we come back? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, with your response to part two of today's Strawberry Letter. Let's go. Should I get my man back? Here's this ignorant letter. (laughs) Hello, Steve in the morning crew. I have a huge problem. I dated a married man for several months. We had a wonderful time together. We were able to date each other because we were in the we are in the military and he was stationed in the same place I was and his wife lived in a different state she's a high powered executive <laughs> he used to locate for her man cuz she wouldn't make the same kind of money in a different location big mistake that's why I came in see he was lonely and I was there we had a wonderful time together and even professed our love for each other Everything was great until his wife came into town all unexpectedly and she decided that her man needed to be where she was. My lover put in a request to be transferred to her area and the military approved it. I tried everything to break their marriage up before he left me. I wrote his wife, sent her pictures of us, confronted her and tried to fight her and profess my love for her husband. Still, she remained with my man. He is mine. He told me he loved me and I believed him. I think his wife used voodoo to get him back with her. I'm thinking of doing the same thing to get my man back. I miss him so much. He has been gone for several months now and refuses to accept my calls or emails. He told me to leave him alone. That what we did was a mistake. He and his wife are going to counseling, going to work out their marriage and say he's happier than he ever been. I don't believe that. He's only saying this because his wife put him up to it. He told me that he was going to leave his wife for me, and I just want to make that happen. He is mine. How could he say he never loved me and we were a mistake? Not my man. He would never say that. My question is, should I use voodoo to get my man back from that crazy woman who took him away? I love him and miss him. Angry mistress. (sighs) 
Dear Angry Mistress, did you really call his wife a crazy woman? Uh, you know what? What in the heck does that make you? You are a fatal attraction, sending his wife pictures, trying to fight her, all of that crazy mess. What do you think was supposed to happen? This is his wife, okay? Everything that you guys had, everything that you guys talked about when you were intimate, all that's over, okay? He told you out of his own mouth after he realized that you were crazy to leave him alone and you guys were a mistake. So why don't you do that? Go away. It's over. Leave this man alone before you end up like Glenn Close in the movie, for real. And you know, she ended up, you know what happened to her. Shot in the bathtub. You remember that. Killed. <laughs> Dead. You through? Yeah. All I want to say is, let's just start anywhere in this letter. Y'all are ready to know. Crazy. I tried everything to break their marriage up before he left me. First of all, let, before I do that, she's a high-powered executive. Refused to relocate with her man because she wouldn't make the same kind of money. Big mistake. That's where I came in. Mm. See, refer to yourself from now on as that's where I, the home wrecker, came <laughs> in at. See, I always know who you are. Please list yourself in the proper category. Know that you are a home wrecker. Okay, now, let's go home wrecker. You did everything to break their marriage up. See, that's what home wreckers do. You say, I tried everything to break their marriage up. I wrote his wife, sent her pictures of us, confronted her, and even tried to fight her. That's the point I need to get to. How you try to fight somebody without fighting? What happened? What happened when you tried to fight her? Let me let me tell you how that went. Okay. Oh, high-powered exec that you didn't really know came to town. Mm-hmm. Found out the girl was a little bit thicker than you thought. Mm-hmm. She was about five seven. Had a thing together in the gym. Nice. She thick, but she nice though. Mm-hmm. She had a little Ann Taylor suit on, and it was fitting kind of snug. Had them little crinkles right up under the butt crease. That's when you know the dress is just one size, a little bit too tight. But she had them nice and them them nice calf muscles on her. That made her legs stand up in them pumps and made her look strong. Well, when you ran up on thick thing and you was thinking about fighting her, well, you realized you might get your ass whooped. That's when you said, uh-oh, I can't fight her. This could be the death of me. Yes. I saw a woman like this climb over the wall just last week in basic training, look just like her. You couldn't whoop her. So what made you think you was going to try to fight her? Now let's get down to it. You thinking about using voodoo. Come on. Lady, let's go over some of the voodoo things you might want to try to get your man back. Mm-hmm. You can hang chickens all around the bedroom if you want Come to. On, Steve. You can freshly <laughs> cut their heads off and have their bodies running around and chanting. You can do whatever you want to do. You can put a pit bull paw in the chicken soup. Try that. I heard that make a man stay. Maybe you can hang your panties on an ostrich neck oh. while the ostrich is sitting on the egg on the Serengeti. What? I heard that can help get your man heard back. that one. Maybe you can suck on a crawfish head yeah. while you sipping on pigeon pee. Uh-uh. Maybe that'll get your man back. I don't really know too much voodoo myself. I'm just coming yeah. up with what I think can get you. 
Maybe you can get on your knees and pray facing the east with an alligator locked on your butt. <laughs> Try that. Is that voodoo? I don't know. I'm just trying to help you. Maybe you can fill up a chitlet box with his teeth in it. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm just trying to come up with some voodoo Not moves for you. Because guess what? He gone. Yeah. He never coming back. Thank you, Steve. You know we got to go. Email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at MyGirlShirley. And don't forget, tomorrow it's... The After Show, the Strawberry Letter After Show on Facebook Live. We do it about 1.30 p.m. every Thursday. Please join us. That's Eastern Time, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So please join us, okay? We'll talk about uh, tomorrow's letter. We'll talk about uh, my Strawberry Fresh Pick of the Week and some trending topics. All right, so please join me on Facebook. Uh, Okay, switching gears here. Uh, Steve, I I think you can relate to this. Uh, congratulations, our girl Rihanna will have a street in her hometown of St. Michael, Barbados. I love Aww, that. Yeah, They're going to name it after her. They're going to officially change the name of Westbury New Road to Rihanna Drive in honor of Rihanna. I love that, Miss Robin Rihanna Fenty. All right, coming up uh, at 41 oh, after dang. the hour, the seven-day sex challenge. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, guys, to spice up your love life, try having sex every day for a week. No excuses. Just do it. Thank know. you. God, I need say that again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is, just oh, she this is just for you, Tommy. I knew it. Say it again, Shirley. I hope she listened this morning. All right. Oh. To spice up your love life, try having sex every day for a week. No yes. excuses. Don't make any excuses. Just, I'm tired. Quit, I got a quit, headache. T- yes, and quit talking. Quit talking. You can't do that no more. I can have sex every week. No, you married now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go in there with that one. You can't. You can't have sex with your wife every day of the week. You ain't. Well, no. let's take the challenge. Yeah, come, come on. I Shirley. haven't finished. He just wanted me to read that again. So no excuses, just do it. We've all been guilty of pushing sex to the bottom of the priorities list when we're incredibly busy or just exhausted from our nonstop lives. All right, and then sometimes we're just not in the mood. Let's face it, okay? But having a a healthy sex life is key to feeling connected to your partner. So it's important to make the time. Make the time, people. Okay, here we go. Check out the day-by-day goals and see if you and your partner are ready for the challenge. Challenge Bonus points if you do the add-ons. All right, I have a, a confession Ooh, to make after this. this. Uh, okay, what? Okay. I said after this. Okay. Oh, okay. after this. Okay. Did you hear me? Bonus points if you do the add-ons. Okay, here we go. Day one, have sex. Optional add-on, make time for morning sex. Yes, that's the best part. It makes your day go better. Okay, day Mm -hmm. two, have sex. Here's an optional add-on. Do it in a new place. Okay. 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 Day three. Mm -hmm. We're on day three now. Have sex. Here's the optional add-on. Give props a try. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Props? Props, yeah. Like what? Like what, though? What what do you call props? I mean, whatever props you have. Like chicken wings or, like, just... (laughs) In it, That's you know what I'm food. saying? Yeah. But we can eat while we're doing it, right? Or props, <laughs> Carla. Or props, like she said. <laughs> All right. Day four, have sex. Optional add-on, focus on foreplay. 
guys. I'm through by then. That takes it there. See, see. Uh, day five, have sex. Optional add-on. Try a new position. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, uh-uh, because you're going to wonder where that came from. We got to start and finish the way we've been doing it. You cannot. Don't, Who taught you uh, that? Who the hell said this, uh, Shirley? Don't start nothing new. I'm day six. You, day six, have <laughs> sex. We're having sex on day six. Mm-hmm. Here's an optional add-on. Have sex in the shower. Uh-uh. Day, day seven, have okay, wait, sex. Wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Uh-huh. Have sex in the shower after she done bathed. Don't get in there with her when she first start. Uh-uh, no, Lord, no. You better let her get the, the soap up first. Uh-huh. Why? Well, how long did you call, did you give his marriage, Steve, Why? Thanksgiving? I'm not yeah, getting in there. You it. smelling gamey. Yeah, it ain't gonna make it because if any of this get back to her. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm day speechless. seven. I know. I can't believe y'all ain't never been with y'all spouse and your spouse ain't had deodorant on. Okay. You ain't never smelling. Day seven. Day seven. Nope. Stupid. Day seven. Have sex. Here's the optional add-on. Act out your favorite fantasy. Ooh. Mm. What? Okay. Well, that ain't gonna help him. Uh. Why? Why? Let me tell you something. Because I, I know y'all don't want to hit it. Is to be tall. What <laughs> <laughs> he gonna go stand on? Yeah. Yeah. So Isn't you were that... gonna say something, Steve. These are day well, by day goals to see if yeah. you and your partner are ready for this challenge. We good, man. I just know mm-hmm. the grandkids is coming. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you something though. Have you, you used a prop though, down. Steve? Have you if used you a prop it, before? Huh? A prop. Do it in the washroom. You, know, you do it on the washroom. Oh, I, girl, oh. I, I done, done everything you can think of. You know, he would usually talk about the doorknob, jumping oh, off you, the doorknob and oven mitts and all. You know he would say monkeys have in you the done room. It on the, yeah, have come you on, with that? the monkeys in the room. Steve. Come on, Steve. What's the problem? Uncle Steve, have you done it on the washer or the dryer? No, you don't need to. See, you need help. You you look. Need high stuff. Yeah. Shut up. I ain't little. You need I'm stuff to help move. Step ladders. Cause you, you, know. you ain't cause you can't pick nobody up because yeah. you little. I don't have that problem. Let me get on the second rung. I'm yeah. finna kill you when I get on the second rung. <laughs> <laughs> when I get on that spin cycle, boy. Woo hoo! See right yeah. there. See, but you need help. Yeah. I am the spin cycle. Huh. <laughs> 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 I'm heavy tumble. I'm all that. I'm dry heat. I'm I'm every setting on that damn dry boy. Rumble, young man, rumble. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I don't I don't think, man, that you should uh you know, I I I'm the grandkids is coming. That's all I got to tell you. Everything shop stops. When they show up. Yeah, they show when they up. Show they up. sleeping habits is bad because they come from the East Coast and they come out here to West Coast. And, oh, Lord, they get up early. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. They probably so, sleep in the bed with you, right? Uh, Rose uh, thinks that's where she's supposed to sleep. <laughs> okay, can so I ask she automatically where? gets in the bed, huh? She'll walk in there. That's the best, though, being when you could sleep with your parents. Oh, my God, that was the best sleep. Oh, my God. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Not for the parents. 
Well, so okay, much for the seven-day sex challenge for you, Steve, grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody done it? I need two in, but they'll be right. here. What, Tommy? What did you just Has say? Has anybody done it at the church? No, Tommy. Why would they, Tommy? Ain't nobody done it at is the he, church. Is he insane? What? What? I mean, you, what? what I so know. you ain't saved if you? Let me tell me. Hey, man, let me ask you a question, man. <laughs> I can't with him. Do you have any limits? No. Do you even understand what this could go for you? I don't know. The only person has sex at church. Listen, uh, coming up, yeah, in in, in this crew, coming up yeah. at the top of the hour, uh, Tommy along with Junior. <laughs> Steve, you be the judge. It's right or wrong. Coming up, yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So we have three Houstonians on this show. We have Carla. Yeah. Yeah. We have Tommy and Junior, and two of them are crazy, and uh, Steve <laughs> is here to introduce them. It is time for Right or Wrong, Steve. You be the judge. Let's All right, go. Let's go. Right, judge, huh? All right, Tommy, let's go. All right, me and Junior didn't have it out, and we, of course, I'm on the mic. Uh, me and Junior didn't have it out. Uh-huh. And, l- l- okay, so uh, tell me this. Blind people wear glasses, don't they? Yeah. Don't yeah, they, they wear dark glasses? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So I told Junior, I like the fact that blind people wear glasses. Because at least I know who they are. Shouldn't deaf people wear earmuffs? <laughs> at least I know. Okay, you can't hear me. At least I know that. You know what I'm saying? When I see a blind person with glasses, I was like, okay, okay, yeah, they're blind. Okay. They don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But well, this, a deaf person. Why? That's ignorant because a lot of people that's not blind, Tommy, wear the same kind of glasses. But, but, but uh, why do blind Still people bad. have Junior's right. Next. Come on. But why do blind people have glasses? Like they're not finna look through them. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, why would a deaf person wear an earmuff? They ain't finna hear At least it, no, it, it notifies me that you can't hear. Why are you the only person that need earmuffs on the deaf person? Okay. So, um, and, and here go, no. I think once you start talking to them and they don't say nothing. When they don't react. good-ass clue. Okay. If athletes mm-hmm. get athletes' feet, mm-hmm. shouldn't an astronaut get mistletoe? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, Uncle. Just roll, just roll. If an athlete gets athlete's just, foot, shouldn't an astronaut get mistletoe? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just, okay. Okay, but Tommy, you're cute with these. If, if like, um, you didn't you didn't, you didn't play ball before you He's was a boxer. Bad. You didn't um, got a Charlie house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what do a horse get? <laughs> You see, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like in the Kentucky really Derby or something. I mean, if, if yeah, if you're in the Kentucky Derby and a horse pull up, what he get? Steven he don't get a horse. He don't get a horse. I mean, what he get? You're stupid. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. That's okay. three, three for three, Steve. Why aren't you saying anything? Because <laughs> he's I'm just, mad. I'm just no, asking no legitimate questions. Go ahead, Tommy. These are you right. Three for good. three, right yeah. around. You, you mm-hmm. right. Okay, if an orange is an orange. Yeah. Then why is a lime not green? They are green. 
But why we don't call it a green? Give me a green. Because uh-huh. they're green already. But an orange is orange already. You see? No. No, we don't. No. Okay. No. An no. orange is orange. We get we it, but it. yeah, we get it. You ain't stupid like you. Because that's the only fruit that is orange. See, you can have a green apple. A tangerine a is orange. Yeah, ain't nothing uh-huh. tangerine is not orange. What's a tangerine? It's a form of an orange. <sighs> okay, here go the one that really bothers. Me. Okay, mm. you Tell lost that. One. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, okay. Tell Junior, <laughs> if a woman buy a necklace called a choker and she die, what? You, you did that to yourself. <laughs> choker and it's gonna kill you you know what i'm saying if you die behind a choker then you 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 set yourself up for that this is suicide. suicide right yeah why would you buy a choker and it, it, it say choker on the label why would you do that to yourself uh. come on we got a problem with the stupidity <laughs> if you can't get mad i'm changing my phone number <laughs> Steve, you have to judge these. <laughs> what do you want them to judge? Uh, do, do I make sense? Uh, why would you I buy like a choker? First three. Why would you buy a choker and it could kill you? I think he thinks by repeating it, it'll make yeah. it better. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here, here, okay, last one. Okay. okay. If I peanut know. butter cookies yeah. is made out of peanut butter, mm-hmm. what is Girl Scout cookies made out of? <laughs> Huh? Is it little kids? Is it little kids in them? You know what I'm saying? Do I make? I'm just trying to make sense. Okay. That's all. Okay. I'm just trying to make sense. Four out of six. <laughs> I'm changing. My what, Junior? Steve, you have to vote. You have to judge the. All right. Come on. Go ahead. Come on. Okay, we're gonna. We, 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 where you want to start? Start at the Ew, beginning. Black people wear glasses. <laughs> Why don't deaf people wear earmuffs? At least other I know. People have on glasses too, and you do, they not blind. That's what I told you. And you, you can wear earmuffs because it's cold outside. That was negated. Junior wins that one next. That, nah, Ooh, Junior wins be, that one next. Uh, you trying to be deep and and you sound stupid. <laughs> Wow, you just described your segment. Okay, so if you deaf and blind and got the earmuffs and the glasses on, then Come I on, man, I next. Oh, you can't Lord. get mad. Yeah, he don't like me. I know. Um, okay. If athletes get athletes' feet. <laughs> yes, yes. Then shouldn't an astronaut have mistletoe? That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Next one. Come if an orange is orange, then why isn't a, a, a lime called a green? Because you know there's other fruit that's orange. Junior wins that one. If a uh-huh. human can get a Charlie horse, then what do the horse get? <laughs> we don't nobody know. Uh, you lose hurry, that hurry, one hurry. And if a, if, you, if a woman wear a choker and die, she did that to herself, didn't she? Okay, that's good. Okay, and last but not least, Hurry. if if, 50, if 50. peanut butter cookies is made out of peanut butter, what is Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> we gotta I go. Be, I can't eat kids. <laughs> More foolishness on the way. <laughs> You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 2017-18 NBA season kicked off last night with two games. It was Boston at Cleveland, Steve, and for Uh-oh. you Houstonians. Well, we know who was going to lose that game. <laughs> it was Houston at Golden State. I heard you, Steve. We clearly knew who was going to lose that game. One of the hottest single-game tickets this season is for the December 18th game when the Golden State Warriors visit the L.A. Lakers, baby. It's the big night uh, because it will be the game where the Lakers will retire the jersey of the one and only Kobe Bryant, cat dog. (laughs) Speaking of sports, according to a new study from Canada, watching sports can break your heart. Okay. Mm. Researchers found that sports fans watching the game at home deal with an average of 75% increase in heart rate during key points in the game, while fans who are actually in the stands deal with a 110% increase. That's a lot of stress right there. That is even even if you have a healthy heart, okay? Even if we're working with healthy hearts here. So, Steve, here's my question for you and guys, too. Uh, what sports moment in your life caused you the most heartache? And, and did it make you cry? Did it make you oh, cry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm talking Steve. heartbreak uh, heartache. You, you want mine first? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, he's feeling his already. Houston Oilers. That's it. Boy. But played the Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, my God. I laughed so damn hard. <laughs> we was up 30-something points. 34 times. 30 34 points. points. This one we had, was it Warren Moon? Warren or, Moon. Uh, Ernest oh my Gibbons, God. Curtis Duncan, Jeffrey Haywood, Haywood Jeffries. You know the whole Haywood lineup. Jeffries. You see what I'm saying? Shirley, I better do $500. We was going to win this game. At halftime, oh. I went shopping. I was all in the gallery in Houston. When I got back uh-huh. home to my mama house, he was sitting on the curb. Where my money at? I say, what? What you? I, what is you talking about? He say they came back. I Whoa. said, you're kidding me. We were going to you're, the Super Bowl. It was the. I died that day. I died. I don't. I don't root for a particular team no more. Since that day, it oh, broke wow. your heart, huh? That broke me, man. Did you cry? No. What? <laughs> Cried when I was getting the money back. I was back at the mall taking stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, Come Junior. On, no, that's it. For every Houstonian, that was the game. Mm, that, that was, was the game. Huh? That was the that game. Was wow. Yeah, well, y'all ass ain't from Cleveland. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Steve. What you got, Steve? I've had a pain so deep in my soul. Mm-hmm. Only the Cavaliers' victory eased it a little bit, and we had to get out the damn sport of football to fix it. Mm. <laughs> Two games, mm. both of them AFC championship games. Matter of fact, three of them. Two against the same team every year. The AFC championship, the Browns against Denver. The drive, L. Oh, man. Came oh and God. beat the Browns. The next year, the fumble oh, in the Bynum. end zone, Ernest Bynum in the end zone, and the other one, AFC Championship, Oakland Raiders, Brian Sipe to Ozzie Newsom in the end zone, interception. It was cold as hell outside. Wow, I feel that one the way you told it. You about to cry right now? Yeah. Are you crying now? Yeah, he didn't reminisce on it. How old were you, Steve? How old were you? Too damn old. I was a grown ass man. Oh, you're grown. I was in the 80s, man. Wow. Man, wow. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, Jesus, I was in Manny Calhoun basement watching the game with Ricardo, Butch, Gil, 
Calhoun L. When you know Damn. who all was, when you know who Damn. all was there. Was- we gotta go. <laughs> Pull yourself together, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trump is failing as president. Trump was asked about his silence following the killing of four Army Green Beret soldiers in Niger on October 4th. That was about two weeks ago. Uh, The president replied, saying that he had personally taken the time to write a letter to each one of their families and that he would call them up at some point. He went on to remark that President Obama never made it a priority. Former uh, Obama aides lashed out at Trump, including former Attorney Attorney General Eric Holder, Holder tweeted, stop the dang lying. You're the president. I went to Dover Air Force Base with 44, meaning President Obama, and Mm -hmm. saw him comfort the families of both the fallen military and the DEA. So, Steve, we talked about this a little earlier. We touched on it. Why does Trump feel the need to compare himself to his predecessors, especially, especially President Obama? Well, he's, look. It comes down to winning with this guy. Mm-hmm. President Trump is all about winning, and, and nothing else matters. He's still discussing the victory over Hillary Clinton. He's still yeah. talking about the votes he got in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He con- because he he understands it only that way. In business, if you read his book. In the art of of the the deal, deal. Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. only thing that matters is winning. And one of the things that they do in the art of the deal is they constantly remind you of your assets. When you are dealing in business, you have to remind the person that you're purchasing from or selling Mm -hmm. to of all of your assets so that you retain your value throughout the deal. And so he'll go at no, he'll take any small thing. But first of all, he was talking about the director of FEMA the other day gave him an A-plus on how he was handling the hurricane. Yeah. All of them. Well, that was before Hurricane Maria. Because his approval rating went down from over 60% of handling the whole whole hurricane situation to after Maria to down to 40%. Like a 20% drop. Mm -hmm. And this is because, but yesterday... He was just on the news talking about he's gotten an A plus from the director of FEMA. Yeah, yeah, he gave me an A plus. And the guy was standing there next to him that he just became friends with, who he, Mitch Mitch uh, McConnell. He was McConnell. standing there looking at him like, oh, the Speaker Jesus, of the House. I can't believe you're I mean, saying the, um, that. Yeah. And I mean, he was talking about how him and Mitch are great friends and we pulled it together, and and that's not true either. But yeah, I mean, he just talks about winning all the time to remind you of the victory. So you don't focus on any losses that he may be going through right now. And I think that's just his way of doing business. And he keeps comparing himself to Obama like he's much better than him. Hey, man, you're number 45. You got the job. You don't have to talk about 45. Right. You don't really have to mention 43. What you really should focus on is being the greatest number 45 that you can be because you're the only 45. See, that's here's the thing right. about being president. You're the only one currently is president. Ain't two. So just yeah. be the best that. Because yeah. like trust me, when 46 come along. All the time. Woo, mm-hmm. your name going to get bought up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's still campaigning, seems like, to me. I don't, I don't understand. God. Yeah. Yeah. And the Senate Majority Leader is Mitch McConnell. Sen- yeah, that's what I yeah. said. Speaker of the House, yeah. that's Paul Ryan. Really? Yeah. 
What'd you say, Tommy? He's stupid. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Come on, really Steve. Hurt. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go at the last break of the day with just one more thing, guys. Uh, Shonda Rhimes has now joined the ranks of Oprah Winfrey and Diane Carroll by being only the third black woman to be inducted into the Television Hall of Fame. As the brains behind such massive TV hits like Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, Private Practice, and How to Get Away with Murder. Murder. Yes. You have to say it just like that. You have to say it like that, right? (laughs) It's no surprise she is being inducted. The ceremony will take place on November 15th. Congratulations to Miss Shonda Rhimes. She certainly deserves that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. certainly. That Diane Carroll, when you get in there with that category, oh, yeah. Julia, yeah. All right, uh, and Steve, your boy LeBron James has a $100 million contract, yet LeBron is still famously frugal now, at least according to his Cleveland Cavs teammates. D. Wade says King James is so cheap that he refuses to accept data roaming charges on his cell phone when he's on vacation, despite going on these lavish trips that cost tens of thousands of dollars. Okay? Uh-huh. Huh, what'd you say? More than tens of thousands. Oh, oh like hundreds trip. of thousands. <laughs> I see them out there. Mm-hmm. Not, you just, the, we, the, the, no. You see them out there because you much out You be all of mm-hmm. You got a lot of money. Well, I mean, uh, the point is he gets upset about his roaming charges. Does he have <laughs> his own plane up? I'm not at liberty to say that. Why are black people with y'all planes? Why y'all, why y'all touch why, why? No, I ain't touch you. I just said no, I'm not at liberty to talk no, about another man's pocket. Y'all black people with planes. Y'all, y'all got attitude. Why y'all? Why y'all like that? You Damn, know, and, and so so Damn. so white you people don't have attitudes. Is that white what you're saying? White people with private planes don't do that. Black people <laughs> ain't nobody planes. asking them about that. <laughs> God, hey. No, no, we the only ones be asking about. Uh, it. Ain't nobody went up to Mel Gibson, sir. How about your plane? Let's talk about it. Ain't seen an interview nowhere. No. John Just Travolta, none of that. Who uh-uh. got planes? You. He got plenty of planes. And he flying. Mm-hmm. But what Creflo. about Steve Harvey plane, though? Yeah. You'll pull up next to Creflo <laughs> in your plane. <laughs> See that? What? Dog. That's... Why, so you and Creflo can't pull up side by side? <laughs> what, like in a parking lot? That's that what it is. It's a plane lot, sure. Yeah. <laughs> An you airport and Creflo? hangar or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a whole nother term for that, Tommy. Why don't you get off the subject? But he's now? acting like a soul plane or something, you know? Well, that's what he used to flying on because he'd be buying them tickets on Expedition.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he missed his plane. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no wrong with it. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Man. Okay, so you all right? Who, so- all, who all got the planes, dog? Tell us, man, dog. He's so we'll know. Bring us into man. your world. Who all got the planes? You, Magic, Denzel, Sam. Keep going, dog. Who else got Eddie? You know, give us the black plane <laughs> parking lot. Say their names like that. Eddie. Eddie. Give us the black plane <laughs> who parking lot. Oh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Hell yeah, Eddie got a I think we'll have more fun talking about who ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yet. <laughs> and then let's talk about why you don't have one. Let's just do that, Tommy. You know why? Because you see, cheat. This oh. is what I'm talking about. This that rich, mad attitude. That's what I don't like. Now, That's see, right listen there. to me. Do we, Would you all agree to this? That Tommy uh-huh. is really, really cheap. Though. Hell yeah. Would you all agree to Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Well, That's I'll, how 
That's how Jeez. you be rich. What is you talking about? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> See, that's what people think. You think if you hang on every dollar you got, that's how you be rich. That's a falsehood. It's not. Well, you tell us because you're rich. Well, Why because you, you can't put anything in a closed hand. Uh huh. So Man, you have to spend oh. money to make money, is what you're Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. If mm-hmm. you're clenching your fist, hanging on to what you got, and you never open it, we cannot expand it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, as my friend used to say, scared money don't make money. Scared mm-hmm. money don't make money. <laughs> oh, you may not lose no money in Vegas because you didn't bet, mm-hmm. but you damn sure ain't going to win none either. And such is life, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's why this little stingy, tight boy attitude you got is going to backfire. <laughs> and it has. And you ugly. Okay. Oh, shut up, Junior. When, <laughs> when you, you say, ugly. Nothing <laughs> like somebody that's cheap and ugly. I didn't ugly. hear him. He said yeah. he's ugly, too. Okay. Okay. Cheap <laughs> and ugly? Oh. All your cars is used. <laughs> they good used. They not used. They're pre-owned. So stop that. Don't say that. Don't say used. Okay, say you're right. They're not used. They're Nobody used them before you. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they, they just cost up. way less and got that stick on the window. What? Well, and there's nothing wrong with pre-owned cars. You talking about Tommy with oh, these high Oh, nothing wrong with pre-owned cars. It's just Tommy when he all up in the big league cars yeah. buying pre-owned. Then something wrong with it. Now he got a problem. Now yeah. to fix that pre-owned car. Oh, you don't want me to have a Rolls Royce? Is that what this is? Excuse me. Is it, what I mean, what this by? What this by? The Rolls Royce. You want the real nephew? I mean, oh. what is? You got you got Uh-oh. two brand new Rolls Royces. You got a Maybach brand new. You got a Sprinter brand new. You got a two Bentleys brand new. Oh, look how at the blessings these, of God. Look how at how do you me. get all this in the garage. Wait, hold that's, on, that's, hold on for a moment. Look at the blessings of God. You get a Amen. bigger garage. Uh huh. Uh oh. Look at the blessings. Well, how are you gonna get a bigger garage if you already got the garage? Because you get another house. Oh, look at the blessings of the Lord, baby. Thank you, Jesus. Keep on. Amen. We got to go. Take us home, Steve. You ain't finna put that in my wife's head by no other damn house. house. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. We certainly will do the same. It's Wednesday. It is not Wednesday to me. (laughs) What day is it to you? It is already here. Yes, Lord. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.